Welcome to Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 25 of The Christian's Daily Walk by Henry Scudder. Secondly, when by reason of common occasions, in respect of the affairs of your calling, generally, or in particular, in church, commonwealth and family you cannot shun ill company number one be specially watchful that your conversation be honest first thessalonians four twelve. unblameable and harmless philippians 2 15 and 16 ephesians 5 15 and 16 even with a dove-like innocency Matthew ten sixteen. That by your good example they may, without the word, be brought to love the power and sincerity of that true religion which you profess. First Peter three one. However, give no advantage to the adversary to speak evil. First Timothy five fourteen, either of you or of your religion. But, by a holy life, stop the mouths of ignorant and foolish men. 1 Peter 2.15 Or if they will, notwithstanding, speak against you, let your holy life shame all that blame your good conversation in Christ Jesus. 1 Peter 3.16 Number two, be wise as serpents. Colossians 4, 5, Matthew 10, 16. Walk cautiously, lest they bring you into temporal evils and inconveniences, but especially lest they infect you with their sin. For a little leaven will quickly leaven the whole lump. 1 Corinthians 5, 6. That you may not be infected by that ill company which you cannot avoid. Use the these preservatives. Number one, be not high-minded, Romans eleven twenty, but fear, lest you do commit the same or the like sin. For you are of the same nature and are subject to the same or the like temptation. He that sees his neighbor slip and fall before him had need to take heed, lest he himself fall. 1 Corinthians 10.12 Number two, your soul, like that of righteous lot, must be vexed daily with seeing and hearing their unlawful deeds. 2 Peter 2.8 119.136-158 Number three, raise your heart to a sensible loathing of their sin, yet have compassion on the sinner, Jude twenty two twenty three. 
And so far as you have opportunity, admonish him as a brother. Second Thessalonians three, fourteen and 15. Four. When you see or hear any wickedness, lift up your heart to God and before him confess it and disclaim all liking of it. Psalm 120, 5 and 6. Pray unto God to keep you from it and that he would forgive your companion his sin and give him grace to repent of it. Lastly, though you may converse with sinful company, when your calling is to be with them in a common and colder kind of fellowship by a common love whereby you wish well to all and would do good to all. Yet, you must not converse with them with such special and intimate Christian familiarity and delight. Psalm 16, 3. As you do with the saints that are excellent. Thus do, and the Lord can and will keep you in the midst of Egypt and Babel, as he did Joseph and Daniel, if he call you to it. Thirdly, as soon as possibly you can, depart out of their company when you find not in them the lips of knowledge, Proverbs 14, 7, or when they anyway declare that they have only a form but deny the power of godliness, 2 Timothy 3, 5. From such, turn away saith the apostle, and so use the preservatives prescribed or any other as prudence shall direct that you depart not more evil or less good than when you came together. Section 3. Directions for Christian Fellowship. Now concerning good company or Christian fellowship, First, highly esteem it, Psalm 16.3, and much desire it, for you should love the brotherhood, First Peter 2.17. However, the world scoff at it, and forsake not the fellowship, Hebrews 10.25, or the company of the godly, as the manner of some is. But with David, as much as may be, be a companion with them that fear God. Psalm 119.63 Secondly, when you are in good company, you must express all brotherly love, improving your time together for your mutual good, chiefly in the increase of each other's faith and holiness. Romans 1, 11 and 12 Provoking one another to love and to good works. Hebrews 10.24 Then is your Christian love of the right kind. Number one, when you love them out of a pure heart, fervently. 1 Peter 1.22 Which is, when you love them because they are brethren, partakers of the same faith and spirit of adoption. Hebrews 3.1 Having the same Father, 
and being of the same household of faith with you. Galatians 6.10 2. When you love them not only with a love of humanity, as they are men, for so you should love all men, even your enemies, nor yet only with a common love of Christianity, wherewith you love all professing true religion, though actually they show little fruit and power thereof, but with a special love, 1 Peter 1, 4, 8. For kind, spiritual, and for degree, more abundant. Therefore it is called brotherly kindness, Romans twelve ten, And a fervent love, distinct from charity or a common love, 2 Peter 1, 7. Where this love is, it will unite hearts together like Jonathan's and David's. 1 Samuel 18.1 Making you to be of one heart and soul. Acts 4.32 It will make you enjoy each other's society with spiritual delight. Psalm 16.3 It will make you to sympathize with one another and to bear each other's burdens. Galatians 6.2 It will make you to communicate in all things communicable with gladness and singleness of heart. Acts 2.46 As you are able, and that with a special love, Galatians 6.10 Beyond that which you show to them which are not alike. Excellent. Yea, it is so entire and so ardent that you will not hold your life to be too dear to lay down for the common good of the brethren. 1 John 3.16 When therefore you meet with those that fear God, improve the communion of saints not only by communicating in natural and temporal good things as you are able and as there is need, but especially in the communion of things spiritual, edifying yourselves in your most holy faith. Jude 20, 1 Thessalonians verse 11, 511, by holy speech and conference and in due time and place, in reading the holy scriptures and good books, and by prayer and singing of psalms together, Colossians 3, 16. That your singing may please God and edify yourself and others. Observe these rules. Number one, sing as in God's sight and in matter of prayer and praise. Speak to God in singing, Psalm 34. Number two, the matter of your song must be spiritual, either indicted by the Spirit or composed of matter agreeing thereunto. Colossians 3.16 Number three, you must sing with understanding. 1 Corinthians 14.15 Number four, you must sing with judgment, being able in private to make choice of psalms suitable to the present time and occasion, and both in private and public, to apply the psalm sung to your own particular case 
only taking heed that you do not apply the imprecations made against the enemies of Christ and his church in general to your enemies in particular. Also, endeavor to confirm your faith and incline your will and affections according to the subject of your psalmody, whether you sing the prophecies of Christ, his promises, threats, commands, mercies, or judgments, etc. Number five, you must make melody to the Lord in your heart, Colossians 3.16, which is done, one, by preparing and setting the heart in tune, Psalm 57.7. It must be an honest heart. Two, the heart must be lifted up, Psalm 25.1. Three, the mind intent, 1 Corinthians 14.15. Four, the affections lively, Psalm 33.3, Revelation 14.3. The heart believing and in the matter of praise and thanks, joyous, Psalm 84, 1. 6. Lose not your short and precious time with idle compliments, worldly discourses, or talking of other men's matters and faults, 1 Timothy 5, 13. Nor yet in a barren and fruitless hearing and telling of news, Acts 17, 21, out of affectation of strangeness and novelty, But let the matter of your talk be either of God or of his word and ways wherein you should walk or of his works of creation, preservation, redemption, sanctification, and salvation of his judgments which he executes in the world and of his mercies showed towards his people or matter of Christian advice either of the things of this life or of that which is to come. Impart also each to other the experience and proofs you have had of God's grace and power in your Christian warfare. And as there shall be cause, exhort, admonish, and comfort one another. 1 Thessalonians 5, 11-14 This concludes episode 25 of Henry Scudder's The Christian's Daily Walk.